Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Coach Jimmy Garrity Show, brought to you by RJ Rockers. I'm Jim Noble, joined by Wofford Terrier women's basketball coach Jimmy Garrity. Jimmy, I can't believe we're at this point. Almost, almost the end of the season. Still some work to be done, but boy, you can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel now, can't you? I tell you, it is, um, you know, uh, with, with COVID and backing things up, um, back then, it seems like so long ago when we just started practicing, because it took a while to get the game started, not in your normal first week in November. But now here we are, holy cow, we got another week left, one, one game in the regular season, and then we're off to Asheville for the Southern Conference Tournament. So this is a really exciting time of the year for for all basketball um programs uh but we're we're super excited about this week get to go over to Furman play a rival and then head up to Asheville after that all right I got a quote for you coming off the last couple of weeks nothing ventured nothing gained right you have to know how you stack up against the best teams in, in, yeah. in the in the conference and boy it was it, it was rough with with first place Sanford a couple of games against them at home and then having to go to second place Mercer and face them on their home floor um first of all awesome win in that first game I mean you the number one team in the league comes in you knock them off at home uh, I really really like what I saw from the ladies in that especially that huge second half so yeah. after that what did that first game prove to you on any given night it seems that you can play with any team in the league well we know you know uh just to backtrack a little bit our schedule man our schedule at the back half mm -hmm. uh number you know the top three teams in the league uh, we're finishing with them and then our rival at the, at the very end. But Sanford is super talented. I mean, they they can score it uh, from uh, deep. They can drive it. They can pressure. Uh, they're just a really well-coached basketball uh, team. And, um, and our girls just had the right mindset, you know, uh, going up against the top team. Uh, we played really good basketball. We made shots. Uh, we attacked their zone which, um, you know, in the past has given us a little bit of problems. Um, but they were just really confident, of course. And when you can see that ball go through the hoop, it helps out with your confidence. But I thought our defense was really, really good. Um, uh, they do have one of the top players in the league, uh, Andrea. And she's, man, she is good defensively. She's good off the dribble. She plays super, super hard, um, a super talented kid. And then they got inside presence with uh, Natalie Armstrong, uh, and a couple of transfers, and it's uh, we just played really good basketball and shared it really well. Now, obviously, they were ready for game two. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt. And look, that's what great teams do. They, they bounce back, and, and yeah, they we, had some fire. Um, but as, if, as you take that, that two-game series as a whole, look yeah. – Hopefully you will see them again in, in yeah. Asheville. So certainly it was, it, it was kind of a blowout in game two. Um, they shot the lights out and, and sometimes you just can't guard against that when they're just hitting everything. So the whole ball of wax, those two games, what did you take from it in terms of moving forward? Well, we really emphasize and we look back at our losses, um, losses that haven't been <clears throat> that close. We've got off to bad starts. I mean, our first three possessions versus Sanford on, on the second game was turnover, score, turnover, score, turnover, score. And just like that, we were down nine to nothing. 
And uh, it's just hard to recover from that. Um, and so we really emphasize that part of it is that, you know, for us, we, we break it down into every quarter. Hey, at the start of the game, though, you've got to get off to a good start, turnover-free basketball. Whether you're scoring it or not, um, the games that we've had trouble with, we've, we've come out with maybe consecutive turnovers in the first two, three possessions. Um, and it's just hard to overcome that from a really good, talented team. Yeah, and a good team like that, they will kind of smell blood in the water. I think that 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 as I was watching, that that kind of became apparent where their body language in game two was completely different. Oh, when they got one. going, they were they were cooking. <laughs> yeah. And, and we've talked it, about and it was the, hard the to stop them. Yeah. yeah. And we've talked about the dynamic of being hard to beat anybody two times in a row, much less the first place team in the league. It's tough. It is tough. And we've talked about that uh in the previous shows and um you know, I, I don't think they really made – neither team really made too many adjustments. Uh, they just played a lot better, and we didn't play as good as we did the, the day before. Mm -hmm. So you go ahead and you get that out of your system. You uh, And, again, you, you we talked last show about – about senior night, about you know, Jamari, and it's a little bit different. I know we've got a few fans and parents in there, so so that was yeah. nice. Um, but moving on, you go to Mercer, and, and now you've got a Mercer team with a lot to play for uh, in terms of seeding. In terms, of they're they're trying to catch up to to Sanford as well. Jimmy, two of the hardest fought games. I think I've seen Wofford play. They were on the road. They were nip and tuck in the fourth quarter. One of them goes to double overtime. That first game, though, it was it was the fourth quarter that, that kind of turned the tail for Mercer. It got them the win. Yeah, I mean, both games, uh, I mean, we fought so hard. I, I was really proud of our effort on the road. That is a tough place to play. We've never won there. Um, you know, our girls didn't shy away from that. They're obviously one of the the most talented teams in the league. They're, they're long, they're athletic, they guard really hard. Um, and they've got, they got all conference players on that, on that team Four of the top seven scores are in the starting lineup for Mercer. So um, it was a big, big challenge for us, but uh, super proud of the way our, our, our players played and the effort that they gave in that first game, it went back and forth. Right. Um, and then in that fourth quarter, we just got stuck a little bit and had a hard time scoring the ball. And that's when they took it, took a little bit of advantage. Um, they beat us by 10 in the fourth quarter. Now, some of those were, we had to foul at the end, but it was, you know, in all said and done, it was a, you know, two, four point game that was coming right down to the stretch. So we're hoping the dynamic works going into game two. We're hoping that, you know, the way almost every series has gone this year, you guys are ready. And it's it's another battle. It, it goes into overtime. Look, there, there are a lot of heroes for Wofford on that night. Uh, Lily Hatton's best game as a Terrier, no doubt. Career high yeah. 26, blocked a bunch of shots. Um, yeah. You know, Jamari McDavid goes over a thousand career points. And I don't know if yeah. anybody notices because the game is so, is so tight. Um what did double overtime do in terms of conditioning, in terms of your player rotation? What did that bring into it in terms of trying to try, try to really get out of there with a win? It, it was it was tough, like that second overtime. And I think the mental fatigue was just as strong as, you know, the regular, the, the muscle and the physical stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, the in, in regulation, 
Um, again, it went back and forth. I think there were 21 lead changes in that game, 21. <laughs> and it went back and forth. And in the fourth quarter, like we were down by like seven. And then we just buckled down. We came in, we got some big stops and big scores. Um, and then, you know, going into, I think there was less than 20 seconds, we had multiple opportunities uh, from the free throw line. It just couldn't convert. But then we'd get the rebound. And a couple more seconds to go off the clock. And then we'd have another chance. They foul us again because they were, they were down by three. And we were just unable to convert. And then at the other end, um, you know, they made a big shot. Now, I'll give them credit. At the end of the day, it wasn't like our defense was bad. They, they put it in the hole. And um, that's a tough, tough shot to make. And uh, give them credit that they did. So now we go into overtime. So we're in that first huddle. All right, we're fine. We got this. I'd sign up for this before we came down. Right. Take them to overtime at their place. Let's do this thing. And so they're all ready and they're all go out. We get off to a good start. That overtime goes back and forth. And then we go up by three again. And it's kind of the same scenario. We get a chance to, to maybe put it away from the free throw line. Um, and we make one or two or, you know, to go up by four or five and um, make it a two-possession game. And then they come down, um, down by three, and they get multiple opportunities to, to score. It. And a couple of them, you know, we're fighting ourselves to get the rebound, and then we accidentally knock it out of bounds on our, on our own. Um, and then they came up with some big rebounds, a save that we barely miss, and it goes right to them. And just everything happened right for us. And they thinking, God, this game should have already been over should have won this thing. So we're fighting that, that battle itself going and um, we just ran out of gas. All right. Onward and upward. Let's move past that. Take a quick break. When we come back, the season ending grudge match against our old buddies from Furman. That's coming up next on the coach Jimmy Garrity show. And welcome back to the coach Jimmy Garrity show. I'm Jim Noble, coach Garrity down there in Spartanburg and boy, Spartanburg is well, I wish this next game were at home, but you get to go down the road to Greenville to take on the Furman Paladins uh, this weekend. Jimmy, you handled them pretty well at home. 61-54, way back in January 9th, which seems like a world ago yes. right now. And I'm not sure how much translates over from that, that last meeting. But first of all, coming off the games we were just talking about in the last segment, do you have to play amateur psychiatrist at all? Do you need to lift the girls back up or do they, they pretty good at bouncing back from adversity? You know, uh, as a coaching staff, we, we talked about that, <clears throat> just that same thing uh, on Monday, uh, leading up to Monday's yesterday practice. And <clears throat> I told um, and I didn't know how they would come out because we could, it, just as we lost those two games, you know, one, one thing different, we win those two games. And so their mindset coming into Monday's practice leading up to a huge game on Thursday, right? I was a little concerned. And, man, I, I can't tell you how proud I am of, of, of our players. The way our Monday's practice was one of the best that we had. And I told them that yesterday. We talked a little bit before practice that I, you know, it wasn't that and surprise was not the right word. But um, but I was – I just thanked them for their effort and uh, – and their mental capacity to approach this week the right way and to bounce back uh, from those two tough, tough losses. And so, yeah, they're, they're going to be ready. It's it's going to be, you know, it's against our rival. It's important to this program. It's important to the college, important to the community. And we talk about it. And I think um, I think there's something special in the rivalry. 
And so we want them to understand that and, and to buy into it. And they, and they are. When you first got to Wofford, this wasn't much of a rivalry. They won a bunch of games in a row. They had won a bunch of games in a row before you got here. Last three years, it's pretty much been even, 50-50. Yeah. I know they won the tournament game in, in, in Asheville, and you guys would love to, to, to get a little revenge off that. But it, it's a new season. Not, not much carries over. Yeah. So is there something to be said for being on the road in this situation? I know it's a real short trip. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But sometimes teams bond together on the road better. There's less distractions. You don't have the rest of the campus and you're not, you know, trying to finish up a math quiz on your way over to yeah. the arena. It, can that work for you in some weird way? Well, it can. And, and you know, we look at it's important to our players that know the history of the rivalry too. And the history of the rivalry has not been very kind to the Terriers uh, over at Furman. So we've never won over there. We talk about that. I want them to know it. It's important. And so, um, you know, at the end of the day, would you, you know, would you rather play at home? Yeah. But it also, you got an opportunity to do something that's never been done. And let's, let's embrace that. And let's, let's do our very best and see where we fall at the end of the game. And so um, I think it's going to be a great game. They're, they're really good. They're solid. They got two of the best players in the league. Their freshman class is really good and producing a lot of points and minutes. So it's going to take our very best effort to win over there. Give me a couple of keys to this matchup, considering the fact that it's been six, seven weeks since you last played the Paladins. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's the same. It, it is the same. Uh, Tierra Hodges for them is one of the top players in the league. Uh, Selena Taborn, their post player, is you know, 6'4", and she is a load underneath. If she gets you on that left block, it, it's two points or it's a foul. Um, so uh, our defense is going to be the key on our defense and rebounding. So um, I think, you know, as we have rebounded well and won that battle and won the offensive rebounds and getting second chance opportunities, that's going to be enormous for us. Um, and again, you know, we got to come off to a good start on the road. You just got to have those first three, four, five possessions to be clean basketball. Maybe you don't score it, but it's got to be clean and no live ball turnovers that lead to easy, easy baskets. All right, that one set for Thursday. We hope that Wofford can make some history down there at Tibbins Arena in Greenville. When we come back, wrap things up with a early look ahead to the Southern Conference Tournament in Asheville. We'll talk about the seeding, who the Terriers might end up playing in the first matchup. That's coming up next as the Jimmy Garrity Coaches Show continues. And welcome back to the Coach Jimmy Garrity Show brought to you by RJ Rockers. All right, once we get past Furman, and that, that, that's a big one. Nobody's looking past that. But I do want to look a little bit at the conference standings, how things might shake out, Jimmy, once we go to Asheville for the Southern Conference Tournament. Of course, right now, the Terriers stand at 7-6 and six in the conference, 11-9 overall. It looks to me, and, and things are, are different this year, but it looks to me you're kind of locked in to that number four seed unless mm -hmm. some really wacky things happen. So I know that's not on your front burner right now, but as, as you look ahead and look at the potential matchups, how do you think the bracket might shake out for you? Yeah, it, it, it does. I, I think you're right on that. We're thinking the same thing that we're pretty much locked in at four. And, you know, you know, going into the season, you know, obviously you always want to, to win the league. But to finish in the top half for, for, for this group, I think, um, in our program, um, we'll keep making steps, those positive steps. And so, 
really proud to finish in the top half of the conference. And yeah, there could be a little bit of shakeup, um, you know, at the one and two, there's Mercer could end up uh, winning out and, and taking over the top spot. Uh, but it's going to be between them and Sanford's chat's going to be three. And then between five and six is going to be between Furman and UNCG. So again, the, the parity of the league is, you know, especially when you look back at the season and there's been so many splits from game one to game two, or if not the split, really tight games. And, you know, on the road, anything can happen. And the other thing you're battling, you might have a little luck or bad luck, depending on how you look at it, with COVID. Who knows? You know, you got to do the testing. And next thing you know, that could play into, you know, who's able to play, who's not. So, you know, there's a lot to play for. And we're just we're just going to take it one day at a time. And we're going to go up there and give our very best effort. I will say this. Uh, it seems like the women's side of the Southern Conference has uh, been a little bit better uh, at the protocols. And the women are just smarter than men. You and I know that anyway. So it's just hopefully th this will continue for the women's side and we won't have any issues. Yeah, time of day always interests me when we go to Asheville. It, it looks like no matter what happens, you'd play a 2-15 game that Thursday. Is it nice to play earlier in the day and get yourself more recovery time or is it kind of weird when you've been playing a lot of night games, although a lot of our second games on these doubleheaders have been afternoon starts? I, I don't really know. I mean, we played in that time slot in the last three years, so we should be used to it. Um, but again, the, the, the games on the weekend are typically at two. So it's all just going to be, are, are you focused and where your feet are and ready to play and you're prepared and you're feeling good about yourself? Whatever time of day it is, um, we'll, we'll be there and show up and give our best effort. Will it be weird playing in that big old barn with no fans? I mean, it's one thing to play in a you know, some of the, your road arenas seat two thousand people. Yeah, um, is it going to be weird to play in a in a in an eight nine thousand seat arena? And you think about things like shooting backgrounds and, and yeah. stuff like that. It may be, but you know that first half of the year we really didn't have fans at any place that we went. So we played in big arenas too. So. Um, I think at the end of the at the end of the day, when that ball gets thrown up for the tip, you're locked in and lasered in on on the the, the floor, and and you don't really hear that background stuff anyway. So I think we'll be fine. I know we're going to do a big Southern Conference preview show next week for both the men's and women's programs. So, um, but a final question on the tournament: Would it surprise you to see teams outside, maybe the first three in the league? appear in the conference final because yeah. of the parity that the league has shown. Yeah, no, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't at all. Um, um, there's some really talented players in this league. And, you know, we've lost to we've lost games of, of people that are lower seed than us right now as a, as a standing stand. And we've won uh, against the top teams, too. So um, uh, the, the league has really, really good coaches. And uh, there's some really talented players. And it's all going to be, if you can get hot at the right time, maybe make some shots, maybe take care of the ball a little bit better than you did throughout the year, um, win the defensive and rebounding battle, um, you're going to be all right. going to be tough out. Final question for you. This has been such a roller coaster for everybody on campus, everybody associated with college sports in general. The one thing we never really think about until it's sometimes it's, it's it's late in the year. How about the Garrity family? 
How, how have you guys gone through this as far as you'd love to have everybody at the games and, and you know, your, your wife is, is one of the biggest boosters for your program that I've ever seen. I see her on Twitter all the time. Yeah. Um, has it been hard on them not to be able to be around everybody like they're used to being? It is. My wife misses our players. Like she tells me that all the time because in the past she would come to a lot of our practices and sometimes I wouldn't even know it, but she's just up in the upper deck, just watching. She just wants to be around them. And my youngest daughter, Carly, absolutely has fallen in love with basketball. I mean, at night, you know, I'm basketball all day long and she wants to watch basketball on ESPN at night. And I'm like, oh man, all right, let's watch another game. And she's, you know, she misses it too coming. But thankfully, we've, they've got to come to a few games. But uh, you're right. They're, they're hanging in there, and they, they are our biggest fans and don't really know that uh, they're going to get to go to Asheville or not yet. So we'll see how that plays out. But uh, um, if there's if she's told that she's not going, you better lock all them doors because she, she might find a way to sneak in. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's uh, – it beats the alternative of which we thought maybe at one point this last past yeah. summer, we might not even be playing. So we've I all know. gotten through this together and uh, so much credit goes to the administration, your players, your coaches, all the support staff. It's, it, it's really remarkable that we've gotten this far that we're going to have a lot of people thought we'd never have a conference tournament and we're, yeah. we're on the verge of that too. So we appreciate all the efforts that everybody has done. We appreciate you, Jimmy Garrity onward and upward. Let's, let's take care of some of the, of some paladins this week and get ready for the conference tournament. We will. And you know, at, at the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, our word for this year is grateful. I mean, we, we are, we are very grateful for our college, for the protections they have provided us and our players and the students. And, and just be able to play this year has been uh, been pretty amazing. And so our players uh, are showing a lot of gratitude, too. We'll, we'll, we'll be ready to play this week, and we'll be ready to go uh, in Ashton next week. What a great note to end on. For Coach Jimmy Garrity, I'm Jim Noble. Thanks to RJ Rockers, of course, for sponsoring the Jimmy Garrity Show. We'll have a special Southern Conference preview show with both Jimmy and Jay McCauley next week. But for now, thanks for watching the Coach Jimmy Garrity Show.